So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is O.L. And this is Sway. Yep, Buckley. So um, you're not listening to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. This is episode 37. What? Episode 37. So... This is crazy because we are um, recording right before coming into the new year and we want to talk about preparing for profit and peace. Profit and peace and profit, I-N-I-N-P-E. Yeah, profit and peace and profit and peace. And so, yep, yep, yep. So this is really, really vital because if there's nothing that we've learned up to this point, I mean, just in marriage, um, and that is, and we usually do this within somewhere within Q4, um, yeah. preparing for the upcoming year. And you know, as well as we do, that 2019, be, if we just go based off how interesting 2018 has been, then we could only imagine uh, what 2019 will be like, or at least we could hope to imagine what 2019 would be mm-hmm. like, because uh, we some stuff we just don't know. But we will definitely make yeah. sure that we're in position um, and ready to profit in peace. Yes. Yeah, um, so we want to just share five things we believe that married entrepreneurs um, must talk about before 2019, before ending this year out, and what we need to discuss in order to properly prepare for profit and peace and profit in peace as well. So we're also coming to you live from our Facebook group this morning as we're recording. And so we may be giving shout outs or answering questions or talking back to those who are in the group. And if you're not in the group, in the Facebook group, real quick plug, why are you not here? You need to be here. If you're a married entrepreneur, get in the Facebook group. Go to Facebook and search Marriage Plus Entrepreneurship and you will see us pop up. So um, you can come and be a part of our next live studio audience when we record again. Is it a studio? Well, it's a virtual studio, so let's just, yes, let's just right. go with it. Right. Just go. Right. Everything is virtual these days, right? So let's go. We want to talk about what we're talking about. So as you know, we're calling out, closing out the year, and many times when we're closing out the year, um, many people, especially entrepreneurs, unfortunately, are met with thoughts of anxiety about the future, anxiety about the new year, anxiety about how things are going to work, what they're going to do, how it's all going to come together or not, whatever that may be, or whatever they need to do before the year is out, we get it. And so as married entrepreneurs, that can add a whole nother level of um, challenge on top of these these thoughts of what to do next. So that's what we want to really talk about five things that married entrepreneurs need to, must discuss before this year is out in order to really position yourselves for peace and profit in the new year. Let me just say this really quickly about the whole, you know, anxiety piece about what tomorrow holds and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. It is so uh, useful and therapeutic even just to talk about this, just to even, because you're going to get some, some some things off your chest as you're planning for the coming year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just so helpful to even engage in conversation about the coming year um, hopes, concerns, desires, etc. That's going to be very, very beneficial 
to how we process 2018, how we, you know, sort of recap the year and really how we right. feel about our future going forward mm-hmm. um, with the business and, of course, the marriage. And so that's really, really helpful just to even go through this process, to even do this, to even give voice to this kind of a thing, right. especially these five areas of focus. Um, it's just really, really useful. So I think we should go ahead um, right into it. But I, I do want to say this first. Um you may realize in your marriage that one of you is the primary planner. One of you is the one who is like, okay, let's do this. Let's get this together. We need to make sure that this is in place. And the other spouse is more so like, okay, sure. You know, it's, it's always like, okay, sure. And I feel like that should something that should definitely be addressed because um, I feel like that maybe it's a natural thing. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the ways to... I natural know, as in generally, we tend to marry people who are different than we are in... in, in some ways. Right, right. And I'll say for us, all I can speak is from our experience. I know in our relationship and our marriage, um, I'm more of the planner. I'm more of the one that's going to say, okay, let's make sure we talk about this, talk about that. And I remember when we first got married, it was very frustrating for me because I wanted my husband to be the planner. I wanted him to be the one to say, okay, let's go. Let's go, family. We're going to do this, this, and this, and this, right? I wanted him to be the one to take the reins of, you know, of this particular part of our marriage and lead in that direction. Well, it was frustrating for me because that's not necessarily how he was wired and that's not how he was necessarily living or planning out his life when as a single man. And so how could I then expect him to come over, you know, to married world and be like totally different and just say, okay, now that I'm married, I'm going to do this differently. And so um, as we've matured over the years and as I've um, taken a healthier outlook or approach to just making sure that I'm not internalizing my, you know, I did because before I was internalizing disappointment and I, and I it was misguided and it didn't serve us at all. Like at all. I would just be frustrated and he'd be like, what, what? I don't understand. Like what's wrong? <laughs> Let's just go with it. You know? And so over the years flowing together, growing together and really communicating um, just our, our needs and um, what our desires were and what different things meant for me, especially as we're planning for the new year, things began to to like take a different shape. And it doesn't mean like he's still not, you're not like the planner planner guy, but because I believe because of I, I voiced like my needs or even desires that he's said, okay, you know what, I'm going to take, I'm going to be more aware in this area. And I feel like this is something that needs to be said because sometimes we can get caught up um, before we can even get to the first step of the plan, um, we can get caught up in what we don't like or things that aren't going a certain way and why you feel like you may be the only one that's always like the main one that's pushing, the one that's giving, the one that's in that sense of in this in this regard for the planning. But I think it needs to be said just to be patient and to be communicative and then to give grace and then to really um, to really think about like the other person and put yourself in their shoes and not even try to re like make them but allow for the growth and maturation to occur um in a way that serves your marriage i think that takes time that takes time so i would say that before going into it because i don't i I know where we've come from and i think it's important to say because i don't believe we're the only ones only married couples who've ever been through that season of trying to just to get forward and but you get stuck on like the things the precursor things the things that happen before um before moving forward mm-hmm. so want me to start yeah let's go oh, okay so um the first one that we want to share with you all when we're talking about um the, in this episode preparing for um profit and peace is um 
is to reflect on what worked in this past year and what didn't work. Um, become aware of your triggers. And one of the things that we've done is just really to talk about, just talking it through, discussing it, and then even writing it down, writing down um, what worked for you in business, whether if you're working together or if you have your individual businesses, and even sharing that, even if you're not in business together, but then also um, writing down and speaking about first, like really talking about what worked for you in your marriage and then what didn't work for you in your marriage. That's yep. a big step. Yep, mm-hmm. and that's, that's really... Um, that's really, really important because if you don't talk about what worked and what didn't work, then what ends up happening is you end up harboring and those things become feelings. And we don't, when we don't voice our observations, mm-hmm. our observations become deep-seated feelings. And those feelings then impact how we see things going forward. And so mm-hmm. it, I can't emphasize enough, we can't emphasize enough just how useful it is to actually give voice to your observations. Your mm-hmm. observations about yourself and that requires a level of introspection and just say you know what okay this doesn't really work for me this is working for me and then talk about those things um and then know you know again what those triggers are because there's always something that caused something there's always mm-hmm. something that you notice um well if you pay attention and you i'm you know presuming that you have that there's always um a cause to whatever effect there is whether it's a positive one or one that you wish didn't happen and so it's really really good to make those observations and then give voice to them okay and then that's that's the first thing that we would definitely say we laid the foundation for building out and finishing out the year strong and building out your next year in profit and pieces first reflecting on that and being aware of that and then on the second thing we have um determine what you didn't like and decide what you will do what you will not do like what you will stop what doing, what you're gonna, to yeah, what you're mm-hmm. not gonna repeat anymore. Because mm-hmm. it's one thing to say what you didn't like, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't like how this went down, or I don't like this part, I don't like, that. and that's it. But then the next step of really the growth aspect of it, the growth part is really talking about what are you gonna stop doing. Yeah, and what that looks like is really like identifying it and then drawing a line around it, circling mm-hmm. it, saying mm-hmm. so it's so it's defined and it's clear. Not going to repeat that again. Not mm-hmm. willing to go that route again. Not mm-hmm. willing to do it that way again. And sometimes right. it's not even a thing you're not willing to do. It's maybe the way you all went about doing it right. that you're not willing to repeat. Mm-hmm. And so when you draw a circle around it, when you identify it and you call it out, mm-hmm. then it's more easily noticeable. Because one of the things right. that's very easy to happen to have happen is if there was a bad practice or a practice that you didn't like in 2018 because you got by. And oftentimes there's so much on our plates that we're just like, okay, let's just do what we got to do to get by. Mm -hmm. You'll end up going into 2019 doing the same things the same way that you didn't like. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to to identify it and circle it and say, you know what? We were trying to get to X, Y, Z goal, but the route we took, it didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. Identify it. Right. That's good. And, And this is really talking about you personally. Because each of you personally are bringing your best self to the table. So what you didn't like about, like you said earlier, about a habit or something that you were constantly doing and realizing what that was. So for me, just to give a quick example, when we did ours, we went through these five steps. When we did ours, one of the main things I talked about for me is I didn't like when I felt like I was over committing myself. I would say I would want to do things just because I like to do them, but not really taking the full scope of my capacity into um, consideration. And so, yes, I can do this one thing, but really, can I or should I even do this one thing? Um, 
in relation to all these other things that I have on my plate. And there are many times that I realized I said yes, I committed myself to it um, for whatever reason, um, and I should not have done that. And so then what I did appreciate about how I handled it, though, is I would disqual like I would take uncommit I would uncommit myself from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was right. like, yeah, no. But it took a while to get to that point, like, you know, instead of just staying there. Um but but I also realized that's just one thing, but something that I'm gonna stop doing now is um that I mentioned regarding that is I'm not going to say be so quick to say yes. So maybe I'm gonna take a day, I'm gonna take a week, I'm gonna take some time to think about it, to really look at it and to say, is this something that I really should be doing right now so I can make wiser decisions before I make that commitment. That's just me. That's just something that I decided that I'm going to be working on going into the new year. Okay, so that was step two. And step three. Yep, is decide um, who you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, decide who you want to be um, and what that will require from you in order to actually become that and how you guys are going to hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. So you want to give examples of what the who you yeah, want to be? Um, one of the things that I mentioned was I, I wanted to be and this may sound cliche, but I wanted to be my own person. And here's what I mean by that. And that is oftentimes there's such a narrative around what a successful entrepreneur is, what a successful entrepreneur does, and how they go about doing it. I think sometimes that can cause us as Marypreneurs perhaps to step outside of what our value circles are, our value uh, boundaries are. Because your values are really your boundaries, right? Um, it's, it's preserving the things that you give priority to. And sometimes that can get lost in translation in our route to becoming this whatever definition of whatever kind of an entrepreneur that we want to become. And because there's such a narrative, and I'll just speak for myself, such a narrative around doing whatever it takes, I think that that underscore has been under whatever. And as a married entrepreneur, I'm not willing to do whatever it takes to be a successful entrepreneur. Yes, you heard me right. I am not willing to do underscore whatever it takes in order to be a quote-unquote successful entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. My first priority as a, as a husband is to be a successful husband. Mm-hmm. And I think if I nurture that, in addition to all the other things that are essential to business, that ultimately we will grow and we will become more successful as marriedpreneurs mm-hmm. uh, in the space of business. And so because that's my priority, I don't always buy into the narrative. And so that's who I want to be. I want to be mm-hmm. the guy who actually does blend and balance his marriage and business without mm-hmm. sacrificing one for the other. That's good, husband. I want to snap to that. Okay, so um, this area, number three, like I said, deciding on who you want to be and then what that will require from you. And so I think that's taking that the next step, too. Mm-hmm. So not just like who you want to be, but then what like you cannot be that person that you desire to be and remain the same person you are right now. So Absolutely. what needs to change and that needs to be voiced, that needs to be articulated, that needs to be you need to be held accountable to each other with that because then you all know what the other person is really working towards as you're closing out the year and building for the next year. But like if you're not clear about what needs to change, then what's going to happen is it's easy for you to stay the same. And mm-hmm. so that may mean like how you gave the examples of what you're not willing to do and what you really want to focus on. That may mean when there are um, opportunities maybe to um, to buy into some type of um, it could be a, a an event. It could be something that that lures you to that place of saying well, whatever it takes, mm-hmm. you know, um, that temptation to go there. Then that means that you would need to have a trigger or something in place to really be sober-minded as mm-hmm. you're going into that um, that conversation. Yeah. 
let me say this, and maybe this will be helpful to somebody. So for me, in order to become that kind of a married entrepreneur, that married entrepreneur, that kind of a husband, it, it's, it's going to require two things, and they both start with a D. Number one, it's going to require me to be discerning of mm-hmm. the information I take in. Not just take everything as, oh, this is what it takes, absolutely 100%. Actually discern that information that I'm taking in and saying, okay, do I want to do it to that extreme to where it would cost me that now? Am I willing to do that? So I'm discerning mm-hmm. of the kinds of information I'm taking in. Yes, coaching. Yes, books. Yes, podcasts. All those mm-hmm. things that we sort of uh, feed on to uh, uh, stay motivated, to learn new skills. Mm-hmm. We have to be discerning with the information we take in. The second thing for me is to be disciplined. I'm mm-hmm. just sharing my personal ones. And that is to be disciplined. So I have to have more discipline around how I use my mind, my time, my energy, my efforts to make sure that I am protecting my said priorities. That's good. That There you have it, folks. That's number three. So going on to number four is decide what you want your marriage to be. And discuss what worked and didn't work specifically in marriage versus the business part mm-hmm. of it, because that's what we talked about in part one. But really um, decide where you not and one. Number one was really reflecting on the past. But now we're really moving forward. Decide on like being um, intentional about where you want to focus your marriage and what you want that to look like moving forward, regardless of how it looked like mm-hmm. this past year. And so for us, you can use examples like um um, your date nights being more intentional with that, although we are pretty intentional with that. However, um, we can tend to allow our work days to, to, to go slide right onto our date night. And so, like for me, one of our goals would be to have that buffer, make sure we, we're more consistent with having the buffer and the wind down routine like we have it, but just making sure that we're actually implementing it on a, on a consistent basis. And then, um, you know, it can also be more thinking about what other things that you desire to do if it's more date nights, if it's even more sex, if it's more communication, if it's more whatever it is that you will, you're needing um, in your marriage. And these conversations are really important because we can go through life and go through the year without ever really talking about what we're needing, what we desire more of, and um, and then start just internalizing that. And that turns into something really unhealthy. Yeah, and and I'm so glad you put emphasis on this part really about the marriage because too often what tends to happen is is there's a high, right, that comes from entrepreneurship. And this high can create such a a type of bliss and a type of euphoria especially when you've made your first sale or you've made right. multiple sales or you reached your first six figures or you reached your first seven figures. Mm-hmm. There's a high that comes with that and oftentimes both of you on the journey together you will experience that euphoria, that high together. Well, just like any other kind of a high, what happens is is that there's a coming down point. And the coming down point is almost like a coming to reality. Mm-hmm. And when you come down off of that high from business, if you haven't set up those parameters around your marriage, what's your date night's going to be like? What's your commitment level to that? What's you, what do you desire from the marriage as far as you know, deeper and more frequent intimacy, sexual um, I'm, I'm sex with your spouse, etc. If you don't set those parameters up now, what will happen is, is that you'll do well in business for a season, for a moment. But when the high comes, or so to speak, goes away, and you hit that low, as every business does, when you come to that point, then you start looking at what's around you and you realize, man, there's a deficit in the marriage. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is, is that then ultimately impacts and spills over to the business. 
which then puts you back to a place you just don't want to be in the first place. Mm -hmm. So this step, step number four, deciding what you want your marriage to be and discuss what worked and what didn't work is really, really vital Mm -hmm. to the whole picture. Yeah. So the whole point of this is speak up. Now's the time to really speak up. Think about it, speak up, and not just allow it to brush over and, oh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I'm good, you know, none of that. But really, how can we make this thing better? And then the fifth one, the fifth um, discussion topic that you want to um, have with your spouse is really dealing with the profit, more focusing on the profit of the business. And um, there are a couple of questions that we gave, we're going to give you right now that will be like conversation starters. So you're not just like, oh yeah, it's good. It's cool. I don't know what, you know, we want to give you some things that you can just answer and really take it and go deeper with it. Mm -hmm. So here's some questions that you can talk about when when we say discuss the profit or discuss the business model, really Um, some questions that you can ask each other and, um, and whether you're in business together, if you're in business together, that's great. But even if you're not in business together, you can still discuss this with each other. So you can have like a sounding board and really think about questions that when we're in it and we're working in the business, we don't really think about working on the business. And so this right here will give you that opportunity to really work on the business and to really look at your capacity, expand the capacity, expand your increase, your revenue streams, profit, all that great stuff. So here's some questions that you all can use to go deeper in this conversation. As far as the business model is concerned, is it still working for you too? Like, is it working for you as you're moving forward? Like whatever that model is, is it working? Yes, no, if not, uh, if, if it's like not excellent, if it's not great, if it's not amazing, if it's not phenomenal, why not? Because it's your business. So what do you need to do to make it um, to be that level that you desire for it to be and not settle for just like, oh, it's good, it's going, things are going good. Like, is it phenomenal? If it's not phenomenal, then why? what can we do to make it phenomenal, mm-hmm. right? Um, the other another question that you all can discuss is what needs to change about the model that kind of goes right into that that's like a part b of that and then what needs to stay the same so really thinking about not just like the overall view picture of the business model but really be thinking about like what are the different aspects of the business like there are some aspects that may be great but there's some other aspects you're like oh my goodness i wish this part would just die i wish it would go away i wish whatever that may be what happened? And so talk about that because then you can talk about how you can change those things. So really get to the nitty gritty on that. What you want to change about the model and what you want to remain the same. Or if you want to just scratch the whole deal and say, you know what, I want to refocus the model. I know we've been doing it offline. I really want to take everything online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to know like that. We're not saying you have to have all the answers to do this, but you do need to know about what you desire to do. So then as you're focusing that way, then you can see those open doors too. Um, and that's something that we've done in the past is we've like, for example, um, taken our offline businesses and taken them online and it has made a huge world of, of difference on how we are able to spend our time together and just do life. So it, yep. it really is just going to be based on where you all are and where you desire to go. Okay. Um, what systems aren't working anymore? So maybe there are some systems that used to work like in this past season, they were amazing or maybe in the past seasons, the past years, they've been great. They've really served you well. They have helped you all grow and, you know, enlarge your capacity, increase your revenue. But maybe right now, you're, you, these same systems are not going to take you to the next place, right? So maybe they've taken you as far as they can take you and you're feeling a little bit stuck because you're just going in circles and you're kind of staying at the same playing, you're staying at the same level and you know there's more. So maybe um, you need to get from under <laughs> those systems and look at new systems, creating and implementing new ones that are going to take you to the next level. Now's the time to talk about that and what that may look like. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let me throw a little caveat in there. There mm-hmm. may be, 
It may not necessarily require a system overhaul. It may need to be a system reassignment or the person who manages that part of the system. Um, Yep. Or it may need to be a certain tweak about the existing system. Yep. Um, And so you want to look at it from, from all angles. Yeah, and that's great. I would also like say take time during this area of this question, especially even all of them, but especially this one too. Just take time to daydream. Take time to meditate and think about, wow, what would life be like if we could do business like this? Or mm-hmm. what would it be like if we could da 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 Like that's how I've grown each and every one of the businesses that I've started from my staffing firm. I remember saying, oh, what would happen if I could like run my business from my laptop and live anywhere in the world and still have revenue coming in? What would that be like? I didn't know how to do it at the time, but you know, that thought got me curious. And then like 20 years later, that's what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. So it makes a huge difference just to daydream about it. And it doesn't take that long, um, really once you're opening that door, but it, it begins to happen and it begins to unfold. So take time to really daydream about it. <clears throat> yes. Um, think about um, your who rather than stopping at the how. Sometimes we're like, I don't know how to do it, so we're not going to do it. We're not even going to think about it, right? Think about the who. I, one of our... Um, amazing coaches, Russell um, Bronson, he always talks about like, think about the who, because you don't have to know all the steps, but as long as you know that there's somebody else that can do it, then you can connect with that person. And that person has a skill set to take it to the next level at that next place. Mm-hmm. So think about your who, and that makes a huge difference. It's like, it's, it's like having a team and, and, and like, even in basketball, we're in the height of basketball season right now. The success of a team winning is really the depth of the bench. Who need, who do you need to add to your bench? What talent, what role players need to be mm-hmm. added to your bench? so that you can sub out those roles, sub out those tasks to really make sure that you guys are winning. Right. And so remember, this also ties right into like the skill set. You don't have to know everything. Mm. Like you do not have to know everything. And you don't have to know, not only do you not have to know everything, you don't have to know the next 20 steps. Like you don't have to know, okay, so after this step is this, and then what do I have to do after that? Like just go with it, just flow with it. And as you're thinking about that and thinking about the opportunities, Doors begin to open. You begin to see people and opportunities differently. You begin to say, oh, wow, this person can do this, this, and this. And this is not my strong suit, so we can do this and this. And it really opens up your level for your level of capacity for increase um, and profitability and revenue. The ROI is amazing. It just things happen when you're thinking differently. You're not Mm -hmm. staying in that box of the I don't know how to. Just think about the who. Like, who can help you with that? So these are our, um, our five main conversations that we say you must have as married entrepreneurs that um, before this year is out, that's really going to propel you and position you to in peace and profit. Yep. Definitely. We do have a, um, a bonus that we want to... That we um, definitely want to... it wasn't too loud in your ear. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, you all who are listening to the podcast, it was like right next to the speaker. So um, the mic, the mic, the mic. Thank you. Um, But yeah, our bonus is this. Like even when we plan out all of these things, even when we say, okay, we want to do this, this and this, our number one thing in this whole process is still laying it all before God and just saying, okay, these are our plans. There's a a great Proverbs, uh, we would say a, a phrase of wisdom that says a man makes his plan, but the outcome is in God's hand. Like mm-hmm. a man plans for war, but victory comes from God. So we know that even as we're planning all this, we, it's not our job to say it has to go exactly like this, but it is our job to be wise stewards over our time and to plan things out and not just to say, okay, God, whatever you want to do, but really knowing, okay, we put all of this before God, even as we lay out mm-hmm. our entire plans, even as the clients come in, even as um, we are thinking and talking about what we desire to do in our business at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, throughout right. the day. Right, <laughs> we right. say, okay, God, we still give this to you. So however you want to change this and make it 
so that we're not missing the lesson that we need to learn in it. And we don't get so caught up in our own plan that that becomes our God. But he remains our God. Yep. So let's recap these steps really mm-hmm. quick. Number one, you want to reflect on what worked and what didn't work and become mm-hmm. aware of your triggers. Write one. that stuff down. Mm-hmm. Two is you want to determine what you didn't like and decide on what you will do to not repeat those particular steps or aspects. And then thirdly, decide who you want to be mm-hmm. and um, what that will... Wow. I'm holding three up. Okay. I know. Decide who you want to be. <laughs> it's like right in my eye. Sorry. Decide who you want to be. Um, and what that will require from you. Be accountable to each other. Fourth, decide. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, my wife is something else. Decide what you want your marriage to be um, and discuss what worked and what didn't work, i.e., you know, we're going to have dinner together more, we're going to have be committed to date night, want more sex, etc., etc. Speak up, speak up, speak up, speak up, speak up. And then fifth, final, is discuss the business model. Um, is this working for you too? What needs to change about the systems, et cetera, et cetera, or even the roles? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the bonus, which really, on one hand, should be the obvious, and that is put it before the Lord um, and allow uh, Him to do whatever He will. Yes, so that is it for um, this podcast episode. We want to make sure that you all get that. You may need to rewind it and write it out and go discuss it with your spouse. And then come and share with us. Either come into our Facebook groups with um, the amazing marriedpreneurs that are here in this group. Like I said, go to Facebook and search out groups. Go to marriage, the, the plus sign, plus entrepreneurship. Um, or you can find us on um, IG as well. Or And you can find us on IG and let us know um, what you all have taken away from this episode and how you all are growing and preparing for the new year too. And if you haven't already gotten our free training download, you want to do that because you're you're um, really making things a lot harder for yourself without it. Mm-hmm. And we've created an amazing free training download for you all called the five pillar process. So you can go to the T-H-E, the number five, the digit five, pillar, P-I-L-L-A-R, process, P-R-O-C-E-S-S dot com okay the five pillar process is really going to get you straight for the new year as well and walk you all through in a deeper way um to these steps so we're excited about all this that um we want to hear back from you all we're excited about hearing um how you all are implementing these things and seeing the results really quite quickly in your marriage and in your business yep there it is that's it so hey guys uh, those of you uh just make sure that you check us out of course there um as you're listening now um on itunes write us a review Give us a really cool rating. And, of course, subscribe to stay abreast of all the new episodes when they drop. Yes. So as you're doing that, what happens is more married entrepreneurs get to learn about the podcast. And then as a result, we get to share this information with even more people. So we're really excited about that. All right. Um, so you all have a good one. And we Peace. will see, we'll see you on, on the, the next, next one. Right. Yes. Peace out. Want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life? If so, then go get your copy of our free Marriedpreneur Life Quick Start Guide. You can grab your free guide at M as in married, L as in life, quickstart.com. Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless marriedpreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are marriedpreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.